Amen. You have all contributed well. Let's put our hands together for all our speakers. Amen and amen. That quickly takes me to reading the book of Hosea. Uh, and uh, you have all contributed well, like I said. I know we are not going to waste no time here. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, son of Beri, during the reign of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, kings of Judah. And during the reign of Jeroboam, son of Jeboash, king of Israel. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, I want you to underline that. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, Go marry a, prost- a promiscuous wa- woman and have children with her. For like an adulterous wife, this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord. So he married Goma, daughter of Deep Lamb. I want you to underline that. Whose, uh, Goma is whose daughter? And she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to Osea, Call him Jezreel, because I will soon punish the house, the house of Jehu for the massacre at Jezreel. And I will put an end to the kingdom of Israel. In that day, I will break Israel's bow in the valley of Jezreel. Gomer conceived again and gave birth to a daughter. Then the Lord said to Hosea, Call her Loru Hama, which means not loved. For I will no longer show love to Israel, that I should also, that at, no, no, no. For I will no longer show love to Israel that I should at all forgive them. Yet I will show love to Judah, and I will save them, not by bow, sword, or battle, or by horses and horsemen, but I, the Lord, their God, will save them. I want you to put Zechariah 4, 4 verse 6 there. Psalm 44, verse 6, across that one seven. After she has went low Ruhamah, Goma had another son. Then the Lord said, call him Lo-Ami, which means not my people. For you are not my people, and I'm not your God. Yet the Israelite will be, yes, yet the Israelite will be, like the sand on the seashore, which cannot be measured or counted. In the place where it was, it was said to them, You are not my people, they will be called children of the living God. That shows the, uh, mess, uh, the faithfulness of God and God being merciful. The, Lord, uh, the people of Judah and the people of Israel will come together. They will appoint one leader and will come up out of the land for great will be the day of Jezreel. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. Amen and amen. It's very interesting. You have contributed more, but I'm going to read my note to us so that I can see little of what I've written in my note. And if there is anything that you do not understand, don't. According to the leading of God, summary of the book of Hosea. This is the way I put it in my own way. Hosea was one of the first prophets to put his prophecies in writing. And if you look at these minor prophets, there are 12 of them. Hosea's writing was the first to be seen there. His book is placed at the beginning of the scroll of the 12 minor prophets. Hosea was a prophet and a native of the northern kingdom of Israel. He served from 753 to 715 BC. He was the son of Biri. That's chapter 1 verse 1. And the word of the Lord came to him in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Ezekiah, kings of Judah. And in days of Jeroboam II, the son of Joash, king of Israel. 
Osia's name means God is our Savior. Or as you have said and contributed tonight, salvation. Because if God is our Savior, then we are saved. Amen? He is faithful. Even when he, uh, God, at least I wrote there that God is faithful. He is our Savior and He is faithful. Even when we are unfaithful to Him, He remains faithful to us and delivers us from all our troubles. Is there anything we are going through now that we feel that God has rejected us? I have a good news for us. That is faithful. This book has many curses and blessings which we'll be seeing as we read. Just mark that down. To understand the book thoroughly, we need to relate it to our generation today. That if we as a generation continue to sin, God will punish us. But I would advise that we don't continue to sin, but remain faithful as God is faithful. Osea explained in most of the books that Israel, by the time you start to read it, you know, along with those of you that always go ahead of the class, you will see all the things I'm talking about. Osea explained in most of the books that Israel will be punished by death onto the market and illness. And another nation will destroy and take them away in exile. When we start to read it, we begin to see because of your faithfulness of the people, because of what they, they continue to see in expecting uh, uh, grace to abound. But God, at the time that they really made God to be angry, he said, he, he told us, he had to explain to, 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 to the people, like Amos, Amos' time, Jonah's time, these are the time that they all ministered together, that he's going to punish them by death and illness. And other nation or another nation will destroy and take them away in exile. This same God, as we are talking about him today, does not change. As people continue to sin, that we are seeing them, or as believers we continue to sin, he does not change. He's still faithful and he's still merciful. But I will advise, as we read the book of Hosea, that we should not remain sinning or remain in our sins. God has not changed. He's still merciful and is forgiven. So for adventure, there are people that have thought that God has left them today. As he was merciful to the people of Israel, he will be merciful to us. God said to him to go and take a prostitute for a wife. In the NIV, he said a, a promiscuous wife. Others uh, explain it that he should take a prostitute for wife. He could distinguish between the voice of God and man. Because if God is saying something to us now, you can hear God and say, go and take a prostitute. Ah, not me. Never. This can't be God. Like our pastor said, it will be the devil. And there is something that I really want to encourage us. Let us pray that we hear God when he's speaking. You can't come to Bible school and you don't hear God. If I do not hear God, I will not be here teaching you the Bible today. Because who am I to teach you the Bible? But God has prepared me for this task. But I have to go and seek God. What next? And that is when God spoke to me. And I'm happy that I was not afraid to say it. So, we must be ready to hear God. God. Several locations I've heard God. Don't take this way, take that way. Because I had this holy jealousy, I keep on sharing the testimony with you when the man of God will say, um, uh, God has spoken to me and I said, ah, you are in the same house. So let us have holy jealousy. When the man of God is coming, is prophesying, have that holy jealousy. You can prophesy. But to have that holy jealousy, you must be somebody that is full of the word of God. If you are not full of the word of God, there is nothing you want to prophesy. There is no way that God is going to use you. If you read the word of God today, just pick one verse to the other. Thank God for the Shiloh pillar, pillars. They will soon finish reading the whole Bible. And the Lord will also help us too. We will soon finish. But I'm just doing it the 
other way around. So God said to him to go and take a prostitute for a wife. If, he's, if he did not recognize that he, uh, it was God, he wouldn't have gone to do that. Because God wants to give a parable to the people of uh, the northern kingdom. Osia married Goma. Osia's wife's name is what? Goma. Knowing fully well that she would leave him to continue in her prostitution. God that spoke to him, spoke everything about Osia's life to the end. So when God is leading us to a direction, you want to pray like uh, Samuel prayed. He says, speak to me by name, O Lord. When you are praying, tell God to speak to you by name so that you will know that it is you. When God is sending you an errand, tell him to explain it to you. Like he explained to Amos, who saw the basket of ripe fruits. If it were some other people, it's another thing that they will have interpreted it to. They were bountiful harvest. But what God was saying is that the sins of the people very ripe before him. And he's going to judge them. The prophet that will not hear properly will come and say, Ah, bountiful harvest. Don't worry, I saw a basket of ripe fruit. All is well with you. Amen. And it's not well with us. So we must pray that God should give us interpretation even when he speaks to us in visions and in the rest of As he spoke to Goma, spoke to Amos, so spoke to other people. On this trip, uh, to the glory of God, after ministering someone, because I used uh, Zechariah, uh, no, is it, no, Zechariah. I used Zephaniah too, yes, you are right. I used Zechariah when he said that every thief will be what? Banished. And the woman came to me and said, ah, If I had preached this message, I would just be referring to thief. With, he said, The way you brought it out, this is to the glory of God, and talked about people that don't pay their tithes. You, you remember? He said, Their houses will be destroyed. Why is it that I keep on calling plumber to come and do something in your house all the time? He said the walls, even everything, the bricks, everything will be, you know, and if it has to be human being as well, because the Bible related us to the temple of, of the living God, right? I was trying to explain to them. And today you are sick, tomorrow another sickness. Thank God for NHS. It's costing NHS millions. So, I'm not saying that because you are sick, that's why. No, but I'm just saying. There are some sickness that is, when you know the root and God opens your eyes and you see it, you just go and, like these people, they just go and do what God asks them to do and things will be done. Do you understand? So, the woman of God said to me, Ah, the way you related it to <coughs> Malachi, to the glory of God, he said, Look, ah, 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 ah. I said, No, this is serious. I fasten my seatbelt, like you said, and I'm listening more. So we must pray that God should open our eyes. So that even as God is speaking to us, we'll be able to interpret God to the people. Amen. Osia married Goma, knowing fully well that she would leave him to continue in her prostitution. God knew that. He was merciful towards her, despite her sins. Or her sin, or whatever. God told Osia to marry a prostitute, I'm repeating it, maybe I'm doing it, so that his life will be a type of parable to demonstrate the bond between God and the nation of Israel. You can see, we know that Amos is a, a man with a difficult message. And Osia is a man with a message of love. So for God, even though the message is difficult, he still rounded it with love. You understand? Because he knows that if I don't tell Osea to, to experience this thing, Osea will not know how to relate it to my people. You know, that's why you have to pray for ministers of God. Sometimes God takes them through pain, like he took Paul through pain, so that they can know when the people too are suffering pain, so that they can know how to get it across. There is something that I, I went through in my life and some other things I went through in my life. I'm not saying that I'm, you know, the holy of, holiest of all or whatever. But it got to a time that I said, God, why is this thing happening to me? God said, so that I can experience where people come to me. Do you understand? 
So that's why you have to read the Bible. And when God speaks, it's like, why should he, what, 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 is it not, why can't you give me another, you know, why is it this very, you know, there are some things I suffer and when I go to God, God is saying to me, no, you have to go through it so that you know how to relate it. You know how to, you know, because they all have to do with my life. And they also, I also have to do with my life as a female. So when I'm going through it, I say, God, whose one will take me that is heavy, is very heavy. But in everything, God said we should do what? We should praise him. So as people of God, he said to Osea, go marry prostitute. Even though he knows that he is a prostitute. So that Osea will be able to relate uh, the love of God to the people. God told Osea to marry a prostitute so that his life would be a type of parable. Why did God say, ask Osea to marry Goma? To demonstrate the bond between God and the nation of Israel. There is a bond between us and God. Sometimes you are preaching to people, they say, I don't, like I was teaching to, teaching the people in Berlin. There are some times that we are quoting it as it should come to pass. It's not coming to pass in our life. Because there is no bond. And there is no way we can demonstrate it. There is no way. Except you, you have to carry that body and be able to demonstrate it. Like one of the messages that I came, came, uh, came, uh, came about while I was in Berlin. God spoke to me. I had it. I should go and teach. Beware of false prophets. <clears throat> beware of false prophets and he started speaking to me when God gives me a message like that he will speak to me and he said in the time of the apostle there were false prophets Simon the sorcerer was there teaching false things until the apostles came when the apostles came they spoiled his show that was the time that he gave up God gave up. God is looking for people that will make false prophets in this land and in many places to give up. So I received that prophet and I'm going to work on it. So that we can teach the church. <clears throat> because Berlin is still like, I don't know how I can put it. There are some people, I can, you can be my friend, can be friend of each other. We start like a church. And you deceive people for a while, the people will leave you. Then he come to because somebody came to me and you know there are some truth there is no way I can tell this truth so maybe I'm uh, it's not that I'm afraid but the Lord will help me because there are things that God there are some reaction that comes when God wants me to talk and I don't want to dampen anybody's spirit neither reject people even though you know the truth but God is not allowing me to say the truth someone came to me and said to me uh, God is using me God is doing that I've been in this church and now when I started. God was blessing, and the people were going, and how ah, can you, go? <laughs> you know? So it was that time God was telling me I should go and tell people that we should be a false prophet. Because of the mess of the word of God, that is very scarce. So some people are taking advantage of it, thinking you can. I, I even have, don't have that boldness. Thank God for apostolate. Even if God, you know, like we said, even if God is speaking, I can't have that boldness because I will ask where. But when God sends you, send you, He will equip you. That's all that I know. Even if it's only one person, with that one person, things will turn around. And for that reason, I did not say because God didn't tell me that. He didn't tell her. You know? But I can, I discern that no, 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 no. In the days when the word of God is scarce, this is, some people use the, take the advantage. So, but look at the bonding. You know, of uh, Goma and Osea, so that he can tell us that if we are bonded with God, how do we get bonded with God? Knowing Him more by standing on His word or studying His word, things will happen in our lives. So he went and took Goma, the daughter of Diblaim, and she conceived and bought him a son, and they named him Jezreel. You can see that in the book of, uh, in that chapter 1, 3 to 4. And if you want the story of Jezreel because of time, we'll not be able to 
go into it. First King 21, 20 to 22. You read that because I'm going to ask you the next time that we come. I would have explained it to you here, but I'm not. Just write it down. Go and read about the massacre. The Lord said to him to call his name Jezreel. Because God will soon punish the house of Jehu for the massacre that will put an end to the kingdom of Israel. Why is God punishing Jehu? If you read that first king, you'll be able to see. In that day, he will break Israel's bows in the valley of Jezreel. All because of the unfaithfulness and the sin of the people. But God didn't send Jehu to go out, you understand? But out of his own volition, he went to do that. Goma conceived again. That is, if you read around, you'll be able to know why he was, he asked him to name, name him, name that child. Ha, Jezreel. Goma, con- no, no, him, Jezreel, him. It was the next one. Goma conceived again and gave birth to a daughter. And the Lord said to Hosea, Call her Loru Hama. Must not forget all these names. I'm going to tell you to tell me the interpretation of the names. Which means not loved. Someone that is not loved. For I will no longer show love to Israel. Nor forgive them. All because of their prostitution. You know, because they were serving Baal. Another God. Prostituting themselves with Baal. So for this thing, God said he would no longer show love. How many many of our men, if you marry somebody that keep on going to another man outside there, will you love that person? A woman that keep on leaving their matrimonial home to go and sleep around, will you love that person? So God was able to demonstrate that. There is no bond between me and these my people. For I will no longer love, for I will no longer love, show love to Israel, nor forgive them. Yet he will show love to Judah and will save them. Not by bow, nor sword, or battle, or by horsemen. He, the Lord their God, will save them. This you can see in 1, chapter 1, 6 to 7. And scriptures to that, I'll ask you to write Psalm 44. Verse uh, 6 there. No, yes, verse 6. And Zechariah 4, 6. Not by power, nor by might, but by the Spirit of the living God. Number 1. I uh, know. Goma had another son. Then the Lord said, Call him Lo Ami, which means not my people. A sign of rejection. For you are not my people and I'm not your God. So sometimes we make God to be unhappy that he pronounced judgment and all the rest of that. People, even ordinary people who offend you, say, no, no, I don't want that one as friends because he has really, you know. But even as God rejects, he still takes back. May the Lord give us a heart like that. Jezreel's son means Jezreel, which is the son. That's what I mean by Jezreel, the first one, which is a son, in bracket. God will punish the house of Jehu for the blood shed at Jezreel and will put an end to the kingdom of Israel. This is the meaning of uh, Jezreel now because it's part of my it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. It shall come to pass in that day, I will break Israel's bow in the valley of Jezreel. So that shows that God is, does not change, I've told you earlier. And God is not a man that he should lie. Anything that he says he will do, he will do it. We don't want to come under the judgment of God. And if God says he's going to judge, he will judge. So let's not take God for granted. He's a God of love. He's a jealous God. And is a God of action. Sometimes we take advantage of others. The way we take advantage of God. 
Because you are a very kind person, people take advantage of you for your kindness. Because you are a very loving person, people take advantage of you for your love. Because of many things, people take advantage. But I have a good news for us. Sometimes your children can take advantage of you. Sometimes your husband can take advantage of you. Sometimes you yourself can take advantage of other people. But whatever category or wherever you belong, I want to encourage us that we must not take advantage of others. He said, Rama, uh, that one means he will break Israel's bow in the valley of Jezreel. The second child was a daughter, which means Loruhama, who was a daughter, means not pitied, not loved. Sometimes people do things and it's like, God will not pity them because the more he's telling them not to serve Satan, the more they're serving Satan. But our God is full of love. You see, even he named the, that is, 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 that child is not pitied, but yet he still shows pity on us when the time comes when we cry to him. For we will no longer show love to Israel, nor forgive Israel. Let me just quickly correct this because I think there is an error here. Not forgive Israel, Israel's enemies. No, no, not nor forgive Israel. Israel's enemies will defeat them. Are we clear? So God will no longer show pity on them. You know, several times they go into battle, things happen. But because of their stiff necks, or whatever we refer to them to be. You know, sometimes people, it's happened in the church. People behave, they misbehave. And all. God... He loves, but when he's trying to tell you this is the power, this is the power, you're not until you, you are broken. But he said he will no longer show love to Israel, nor forgive Israel's, uh, nor forgive them. Israel's enemy will defeat them. He will leave them for the enemy to deal with them. May that not be a portion. He will show love to Judah and will save them. Not by bow. No sword or battle or by horsemen, but he, God, will save them. The same God is talking. The meaning of this name. He said he will not pity them. Neither will he show love to them. But the same God. Maybe after they repented or something like that. He said he's not going to save them. When the battle, because you know, God, sometimes God let them go into battle, exile and all the rest of that. He said he's not going to save them by, by bow sword, that's chapter 167 or battle or by horsemen but he God will save them do you understand? even though they continue to sin, he will not pity them but a time will come he will be merciful the third, the name of the third son, Loami which means not my people for you are not my people, and I am not your God. May we not make God to get to that extent of rejecting us. A statement of rejection. Some of us heard people that you are rejected and everything. May God help us. I wrote here, these are my, the key people in this Osea. The key people, Hosea himself, Goma, and their children. I want you to know these key people in this book of Hosea. The key verse in the book of Hosea. Let somebody quickly read it for us. Hosea chapter 3, verse 1. What does it say? Give microphone, please. Chapter 3. Yes. Verse 1. The Lord said to me, Go show your love to your wife again. 
Though she is loved by another man and she is adulteress, love her as the Lord loves the Israelite. Though they turn to other gods and love the sacred risen cakes. Do you understand? That shows to us that this same prostitute left the husband. That's why I said you've not love nor pity. I think I want us to get there before I'll show you the reason why God said that it's not going to love. The more someone is loving you and everything, he still she still go prostituting. And this is, you know, the really the bond between God and man. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in me will not do what? Will not perish, but have everlasting life. Can I encourage husband and wife in this matter? A lot of Christian women, they don't like me when I say this, and you must still love me. It's vice versa. A lot of Christian women take their husbands for granted, while a lot of Christian men take their wives for granted. I will soon forgive me. Let us not continue to. Because when you do it and your basket is full, you can cause disaster. But adventure, I don't know why God wants me to say this. You have been taking your husband for granted. I want you to change. Amen. Or vice versa, you have been taking your wife for granted. Because when the basket is full, there is nothing you want to say. When the woman snaps, that's the end. When the man snaps, that's the end. There is nothing we can do. But God is merciful. So despite all this, he left Osea to go and marry. You know that Osea had already known ahead that it's going to happen. That's why God gave him heart. The key verse in the book of Osea, you must not forget. Osea chapter 1. The, uh, chapter 3 verse 1. That's why they went, the wife went astray. Osea employs many images from daily life as special features. We are going to see that. I'm reading, reading my keynotes for you. These are the notes that I wrote down. Goma is selfish harlot. She was a selfish harlot. A selfish prostitute. So that's why you must not take advantage of your husband. Sometimes we are selfish. Don't take advantage of your brother because you know that I will not this my brother. Don't take advantage of your sisters. God called Usia to pursue an unusual prophetic role among his people. He asked him to marry a prostitute. The privilege of Usia being a prophet made him to know about God's intention, intention or plan for him. You can write this against Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Let somebody write, sister, a doctor, read that for us again. Osea 3, 7. My microphone. Ah, Osea. Amos. Ah, Amos 3, 7, sorry. You, how did you, you are in the spirit, how do you know? That that's what is here. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. God does not do nothing without revealing to his Prophet. Prophet. So I want you, I just want you to mark that. Read it, read it for us. Let them hear. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. I wrote it here. But Surely now. the sovereign Lord does, does nothing without revealing his plan to his servant, the prophet. Prophet, that is it. So that's what I said. I said the privilege of Hosea, being a prophet, made him to know about God's intention or plan for him. I will tell you which scripture. Better know it is coming out. I've said the question already. We all say I said question. So when I'm telling you, you'll be able to know. I wrote here. He knew her ahead. God revealed to him. May God help us so that He will reveal our lives to us. Hosea's job was to prophesy by both words and action. Words and action. He was commanded to marry. He's not only. You know, like in that verse, well, let me just say, he said, when the Lord began to speak through Hosea, that's when, when Pastor David said, this woman is in the spirit. Because I wrote that, when the Lord began to speak. He did not only speak, but also for him to act what God spoke. 
He was commanded to marry Goma. Osia 1, 2. She was an unfaithful wife, a prostitute. The life Osia and Goma had together was symbolic of the relationship between God and his people. I'm going to ask you, what is the significance of the life Osia had with Goma? I'm going to put it in another way. I'm just telling you so I can be prepared. So to round up, that's my note that I've just read to you now. Chapter 1, Osia's wife and his children. That's what this chapter 1 takes. The Lord told Osia to get a prostitute for a wife and have children by her. The children will also be like her. Why? Why would the children be like her? Be like Goma. I mean, why? Because he knew that his experiences would become a parable that he would act out in his life. This also has a great significance as idol worshipping is like prostitution. The people were worshipping idol. So it's prostitution. So whatever is your own idol, if it's the star on the television, you know we call them idol. They are your idol. It's prostitution. If it's your car, it's what? If it's the computer, you can't leave the computer to go and observe the hour of prayer. There is something that carried you away. It's what? <laughs> I want to, because I'm going to ask you. Just write, tell, uh, write according to the way, according to your leading, what you feel uh, can be related as prostitution. You don't have time for God. You are meeting Bible study. Because you want to do something, it's prostitution. I'm not coming to church. Don't worry. I have to. Then other people are moving faster. You are not moving. And that's what happened to the children of Israel. They are moving. They come to church. They participate. They get. And they do everything that God asks them to do. And they don't do everything that God asks them to do. So they continue to sin. When you do not know that they said that the word of God will be scarce. You don't know it. So when the, one prophet is in town, you are running elder skelter, maybe he's going to tell me my life. Prostitution. When in your church, they've been doing all these things, and everything, you didn't come. You prostitute, following other prophets that are going to be telling you lies. May the Lord help us. Great significance, as idol worshipping is like prostitution. In another word, Israel's idol worshipping is like going to a prostitute. So, if you are worshipping other things, you don't have time for God, they are what? Prostitution. But something, because uh, towards the end, in that chapter 1, God is a merciful God. He wrote here, he called him, the name of the third, he called Loami, which means, not my people, for you are not my people. And... I'm not your God. They would have really offended God so much in their prostitution that God is saying that that to them. Yet the Lord will be like the sand, with the sand on the seashore, which cannot be measured or counted. In the place where it was said to them, you are not my people, they will be called children of the living God. Is Apostle not teaching us about the household of God? What do you call the household of God? The living, the living church. So what makes us the living church? Because Christ is the head of the church. The head of the church is always triumphant. Amen? The head of the church is always there to direct us, to do everything. Leading the man of God himself and everything. He said, even though I said I rejected the food, they will be my people. He said, <coughs> when I read this, I said, God, give us, take away the heart of stone. And give us the heart of flesh, like Ezekiel says, so that we can be able to worship you, manifest you in many areas of our lives. He said, you are not my people. They will be called, he said, no, no. He said, in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people. 
which is the name of Feluami. You understand what I'm saying? He said they will be called children of the living God. And if we are children of the living God, we become the children of God himself, the household of God. We are Christ himself. He is king. A Christian home, that is what God demands from us here. If we are children of the living God. We cannot afford to prostitute ourselves with other gods. So the people of Judah and the people of Israel will come together. They will appoint one leader. Hallelujah. Who is our leader? Christ, the head of the church. Ephesians chapter 5 talks about this. Christ is the head of the church. Husbands should wash their wives with, uh, with the word as Christ will tolerate us. Husbands should tolerate their wives. And wives should, be submi- should submit to that. You, must, you cannot take advantage of each other. Because you have a leader. He said they, they will appoint one leader and will come up out of the land for great to be the day of Israel. Say of your brothers, my people, and of your sister, my loved ones. Israel will be punished. But under the leadership of Christ the King, what happened to us? Eh? Under the leadership, we have a covering. Have you ever seen when you start to read about the genealogy of Christ? Talks about Judah. Do you understand? Does that give you, does that make sense to you? That you are under his leadership, you are under his authority. You can't afford to prostitute yourself. You can't afford to do wrong. We want to be under his leadership so that he can reign supreme in our lives. The book of uh, 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 Women of Right Destiny is uh, uh, Peter, a motto, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. What does he say? We are royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people. People that are delivered from the kingdom of darkness into his wonderful kingdom of light. That is who we are. Christ is from Judah. Hallelujah. He's the lion of the tribal. So let us be under his authority. And the Lord will bless us. I rest my case here tonight. If there is any question, you ask them, they will come to deliberate on it next week. Because time is fast spent. We have to close the meeting. Amen. Is there any question? Because I'll give you room to ask questions. Or anything you want to add that you have a revelation. Somebody's hand is there to the first one from the back or the second one from here. Yes. Give the microphone. Yes. Those are the only two. I'm not taking any other addition. You can write your question in. Yes. First thing I wanted to say is that Mommy and said that Hosea and Guma did not bond. And I wanted to add on that we we shouldn't be like Hosea and Guma between us and God, but we should be bonding with God. And we shouldn't be a prostitute by making idols, and we shouldn't take God for granted as well. Mm -hmm. By... For example, doing something wrong on purpose and then saying, I can do this again and again and again because God is a merciful world. God is a merciful God. Amen. Let's put our hands together for that young, beautiful angel. Let me see your face, please. I know that's my daughter. Yes, these are my own daughter. Let's put our hands together for them. You know, when you bring your children to Bible study, you get them, you teach them again. If this child... At this age, knows that you need a bonding between God. <laughs> when she sees sin, what will she do? She will run away from it. Catch them young, please, I beg you. Let's put our hands together for her again. She will touch my heart. Yes? Um, just wanted something that ministered to me quite a bit in this Hosea chapter 1 was verse 2. It said um, at the end, for the for the land has committed great harlotry but depart, by departing from the Lord. And what came to me is that departing from the Lord is equivalent to... For adult. the land for what? What, is, what verse are you looking Oh, at? verse 2. At the end of verse 2. Read sorry. 
I've got I've got a New King James version, so it's okay. like Let's see. What if I see in um what it, does verse two say here? At the end it says Because the land is guilty of violence adultery in departing from the Lord. Okay. So what 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 what, what ministered to me is that um in Romans chapter seven verse four to five, in verse four it says that we are married to Christ. And verse five talks about the fruits of our flesh. Um and what ministered here was that obviously departing from God is like is, is equivalent to committing adultery. And what is the actually, what is departing from the Lord? Um Proverbs talks about dogs going back to their vomit. Um this is something that ministered to me quite a bit um with regards to um departing from the Lord. So okay. just to emphasize again we are married to Christ, so we need to make our effort not to go back to our sinful ways, to the ways of the flesh. Because once we were married to Christ, we were separated from the laws of, of the flesh. We were not bound by the laws of the flesh, but we were set free. So that. Amen. Let's put our hands together. We must always see. There is something about these two contributions. It's talking about this same bonding, isn't it? So let's, I think God is speaking to us again, trying to hammer it. That we must know that we are married to Christ. There is nothing that can take us, take Christ away from us. There is nothing that can separate us from Christ. Said here, we can say, because the land is guilty of violence, adultery, in departing from the Lord. Departing from the Lord, may we not backslide. In Jesus' name. So I want you contributors to add those two. They are vivid, which I'm going to. Deliberate on when I get home and I'm going to add it to the question. By the grace of God. Are we blessed? Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Amen. Behold, I am coming soon. Between the years of 1984 and 1999, Apostle Alfred Williams was taken to heaven on various occasions where he was shown global events that would lead up to the year of 2015. And in 1999, the Apostle was powerfully shown the coming calendar for the world. I want you to understand that the first war was in heaven. The first victory was in heaven. And it takes the man of heaven to win the earthly battle. In December 2009, God instructed Apostle Alfred Williams to go into all the world and let them know that I am coming. Beloved, with this powerful instruction behind us, it is now time for us to arise, shine, and win every house for Jesus. Now is the time for the final preparation of the Bride of Christ. A final trumpet call to righteousness in this time that is running out before the rapture of the church. Join us on this dynamic campaign to reach every house in Britain. They need to hear the call. Who will tell them if we do not? This is the prophesied time of harvest. It is now time for us to win every house for Jesus. For more information, call 020-7635-0447 or visit cftchurches.org. The time has come to arise, shine and win every house for Jesus. <laughs>